This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Children of all ages, you're tuned in to the Week 10 preview of college football function slash Thursday night football review of the game that just ended between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans. Can the Philadelphia Eagles stay undefeated? Could the Houston Texans reel off one of the biggest upsets of the year? You just gonna have to stay and wait a little bit, baby. I will happily break that game down for you, but not quite yet. We're gonna start off this college football week 10 preview. Because the college football playoff, the inaugural rankings came out a couple of days ago. These are the top 10 teams in the nation. We're going to start off at 10 with the LSU Tigers, a team that has two losses. I don't think they should be in the college football playoff rankings, in my honest opinion. But, you know, this playoff committee is a little SEC biased. They come in at 10. Number 9 is the USC Trojans. Only have one loss to an upstart Utah team that they scored with like 50 seconds left in that game. Handed this these Trojans their first loss of the year. We're going to go to number 8. The Oregon Ducks coming in as the Pac-12 leaders. Only suffered one loss and that was an opening day loss to... The Georgia Bulldogs, the reigning defending national champs. Coming in at 7, the TCU Horn Frogs. Coming in, the best team in the Big 12 right now. They're undefeated, looking hot. Really good team right now. Number 6, the Alabama Crimson Tide, who are very familiar with this college football playoff 
rankings. They are in it every year. You know, they suffered their first loss a couple weeks ago to an upstart Tennessee Volunteers team. Came down to the wire. Tennessee kicking a field goal at the end of the game. Home game. Bama suffers their first loss. And number five is the Michigan Wolverines. The team that is currently number one slash number two in the Big Ten. Looking good. Undefeated. Really tough team. They have a Heisman guy at their running back, Blake Corum. Pay attention to that name. Number four, the Clemson Tigers in the ACC coming in undefeated as well. Really tough team. I want to see if Clemson can really start backing up their ranking. They haven't really shown me much this whole season. They have won games, but the ACC is kind of down this year. So can Clemson back this up? Coming in at number three, the Georgia Bulldogs. A team that is just, you know, like I said before, the reigning defending national champs. They're looking real good. They have a huge matchup this week. I'm going to preview that one for sure. Coming in at number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes. A team that is up there contending with Michigan in the Big Ten. And at number one, who has the biggest win of the year against a really good Alabama team, the Tennessee Volunteers. They come in at number one in this college football playoff rankings for the next couple weeks. These are going to definitely bounce up and down. Number one can fall to number six. I mean, number seven can go to number two. You never know with these playoffs. But with that being said, how about we start previewing a little bit of college football for you peoples. I'm going to start off with a game that's going to be coming on for you guys Friday, as in the day you're listening to this. You want to catch a little bit of football. You're starting your weekend. Let's watch some little bit of Pac-12 football. This one comes on at 9.30 Central Standard Time on ESPN2. It's the 23rd ranked Oregon State Beavers going to UW, the Washington Huskies. Both these teams come in 6-2. and two. Beavers do have a slim shot at the Pac-12 championship appearance, seeing how they have to win this game. But Washington is a four and a half point favorite in this game because they are playing at home. The over-under on this one is 54 and a half. Oregon State did lose to Utah and USC earlier in the year. So it's going to be hard for them to jump into that Pac-12 championship conversation. Washington could win this because they did lose to UCLA earlier this year. But they do have to play Oregon next week. So this could set up a really good matchup if Washington can pull this game off this on tomorrow against this upstart Oregon State team that's coming in ranked. Should be a hell of a Pac-12 game for y'all to tune into tonight. So pay attention to that game if you'd like. 
our, we're going to go on Saturday. We're going to start, of course, with the 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and we'll go from there. This first game I'm going to break down, preview for you, is in the ACC Conference. It's the number 17th ranked UNC, the Tar Heels of North Carolina, coming in at 7-1. and one. I haven't talked about them much. They are in a weak ACC but they are coming in nationally ranked, of course. Going to the University of Virginia, they come in three and five. North Carolina is a seven-point favorite. The over/under on this one is 60 and a half. UNC, though, currently leads the Coastal Division, and if they win. And the Duke Blue Devils and the Miami Hurricanes both lose this weekend. They would clinch that division. Sets up a potential matchup with Clemson in the Atlantic Division for the ACC Championship. So if you are a fan of the ACC, fan of Clemson, a potential matchup against the North Carolina Tar Heels, this could be a game to watch. We're going to go to the Big Ten, the number two ranked Ohio State Buckeyes, coming in at 8-0, heading in to the Northwestern Wildcats, who come in 1-7. I got this one on my slate. I want to see if Ohio State can put a whole game together. They're the number two team in the nation. They're wishy-washy against Iowa. They let Penn State hang for a little while until, you know, a couple minutes. You know, in that third quarter, they really turned it on and hung 21 points on that Penn State team. Turned that game around really fast. Could this be a letdown game? Northwestern, I know they're coming in at 1-7. and seven. Anything can happen in college football, especially in November when it's championship time and every game matters. They have nothing to lose. You know, throw some trick plays out there. Northwestern could do this. You never know. But Ohio State is favored by 38 points. And the over-under is 55 and a half. So if you want to see a slobber knocker, you want to see a blowout, you want to see an upset, one of those three things definitely will happen in this game. <laughs> and this one's on ABC. And we're going to go to... The Big 12, uh, the Big 10, sorry. This one's on FS1, another 11 a.m. kickoff. This is the Iowa Hawkeyes coming in 4-4, four and four, going to Purdue, who is ranked 5-3. and three. Purdue is favored by 3.5. I put this game on here. I'm not really going to give you over-under or anything on this one because Purdue is hanging around in the Big 10. They could possibly win the other division of the Big Ten, but if you win that division, guess what? You get to face the likes of Ohio State or Michigan in that Big Ten championship game. This next game is the Maryland Terrapins, who come in at 6-2. and two. They head to the Wisconsin Badgers at 4-4. Four and four. And this, one, this Wisconsin team is favored. They're playing at home. But Maryland is the better team. 
Wisconsin is playing at home. That is why they're the favorite. They are favored by five. But this Purdue and Maryland team are right behind Illinois in that other division besides Ohio State. So it's either going to be Illinois, Purdue, or Maryland going up against either Ohio State or Michigan in that Big Ten title game. And it really, in my honest opinion, it really wouldn't matter who Ohio State or uh, Michigan plays because they are going to wax whoever they play in the Big Ten championship game. But if you're a Big Ten fan, you want to see some good football against a team who could possibly upset an Illinois or an Ohio State or Michigan, pay attention to these games. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're going to go to the SEC. Also a 11 a.m. kickoff. This one is on ESPN. This will be the game that, you know, follows college game day. It's the Florida Gators coming in at 4-4. Four and four. Heading to the Texas A&M Aggies, who come in at three and five. Will A&M finally live up to the hype that it was garnered to them before the season? Will these five-star prospects finally come to form? Will A&M make a bowl game? Because there's eight games down, only four left. They need to win three of the next four, or they are not going to a bowl game. Could be a very interesting game if you're an A&M fan or a Florida Gator fan. A&M is favored in this one by three and a half. The over-under on this one is 55 and a half, so they're expecting a little bit of scoring. Could be a really interesting game in the SEC if you're a fan of any one of these teams, or you hate one of these teams. Either way. I might be paying attention to it just for the fact I want to see A&M lose. But <laughs> moving on, we're going to go to the Big 12. This one's on at 11 a.m. as well. This is the game of the week on Fox, the big noon showdown. It's my Texas Tech Red Raiders who come in at 4-4, four and four, suffered a 
heart-wrenching, just demolishing loss last week to Baylor. Heading to the number 7th ranked TCU Horn Frogs. Coming in at 8-0. National TV. This could be an upset. It could be a blowout. Who knows? This could be a statement game for TCU. But this is also a rivalry game. This is a battle for Texas. Tech could win it and be, you know, 3-0 and against teams in Texas. TCU does come in as a favorite, which they should. They are 8.5-point favorites. The over-under is 69 points. Nice. But if you want a good old-fashioned shootout, do you want to see what TCU is all about? Do you want to see what Tech's all about? This could be a game that you should pay attention to, especially if you're looking into the college football playoff rankings. If you haven't caught TCU, they are a really good team. I expect them to win, but my tech team, they are known to win games they're not supposed to win. So, you want to see a good game? Tune into this one. Next game, we're going to go to the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. This is the number 19th ranked two-lane green wave coming in at 7-1. and one. Heading to a Tulsa Golden Hurricane team who comes in 3-5. Tulane is favored by 7.5. The over-under is 57. Tulane comes in leading the American Athletic Conference right now. But they have a game next week against the UCF Golden Knights who come in third in that conference. And then they have to play in two weeks after that, November 25th, against the Cincinnati Bearcats, who are the second best team in that conference. So are they looking past this Tulsa team, looking forward to that UCF game? Who knows? Could be a really interesting game. This one's on ESPNU if you're a fan of that conference or a fan of any of these teams. We're going to go into the 2 p.m. bracket. This one's in the Big 12. This is the Baylor Bears coming in at 5-3. Fresh off a win, an ass-whooping of my Red Raiders. Going to the Oklahoma Sooners, who come in ranked 5-3 as well. The winner of this game will be bowl eligible. But this is Baylor's second straight road game in a tough environment. Can they put two games together especially against an OU team that has been playing really good since they suffered so many losses earlier in the year this one OU is favored by three and a half the over under on this one is 61 and a half really really good game it should be a shootout if Baylor plays anything like they played last week they will definitely give OU a run for their money can we see those four or five star guys for the Sooners really show their mettle, prove that they are a really good team, that those first couple losses in the year were a fluke, because they could definitely turn it around in a heartbeat. This game is on ESPN+, Plus, so if you have that subscription, if you want to tune in at 2 o'clock, check out that game. Next game, 2.30 bracket. We're going to go out to the Pac-12. The number 8th ranked Oregon Ducks coming in at 7-1. Heading to the Colorado Buffaloes 
who come in at one and seven. I have this game on here because the spread Oregon is favored by 31 and a half and the over under is 61 and a half. They're expecting a ass whooping. Oregon is the Pac-12 leader as of right now. And in two weeks, they have to play the 14th ranked Utah Utes. And then the week after that is the Civil War, November 26th at an Oregon State team that I just previewed. Oregon State wins that game. That could be a really interesting game at the end of the year. Oregon State could knock off Oregon, ruin their Pac-12 championship you know, spot, and it could definitely ruin their college football shot, playoff spot. So pay attention to this Oregon Ducks team. They're really good. I expect them to beat Colorado. Colorado is a horrible team. But then again, you never know. We're going to go out to the Big 12 again. This one's another 2.30 kickoff. This one's on FS1. It's the 18th ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys who come in at 6-2. Headed to the Kansas Jayhawks who come in and rank 5-3. Could this be a bounce back game for Oklahoma State? They did get waxed 48-0 last week against a tough K-State team. Will they bounce back and prove that they're one of the best teams in the Big 12? And Kansas, they lose this game. It'll be four losses in a row. A team that was ranked, you know, three or four weeks ago. I I have never been high on this Kansas team since they lost their quarterback. On this one, there is no spread. It's a push right now. But the over-under is 63.5, so they're expecting some scoring. I see Oklahoma State bouncing back, knocking this Kansas team right where they belong, towards the bottom of the Big 12. And here we come, baby. This is the game of the week. This is the game of the year. It's in the SEC Conference. What else is new, right? This one's on CBS. This one's also at 2.30. It's the number one Tennessee Volunteers coming in at 8-0. Heading to the number third ranked Georgia Bulldogs coming in at 8-0 as well. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Georgia is favored by 8 points. The over-under on this one is 66.5. Can that hooker to Hyatt connection keep going? Can Georgia keep rolling? The winner of this one easily will play for the SEC championship for sure. Both of these teams come in at 1-2 and two in their division respectively. But Georgia has the harder schedule going forward. Seeing how next week they have to play the Mississippi State Bulldogs. A team that, you know, could score some points on them. Michigan State didn't, um, sorry, Mississippi State didn't do very good against Bama. But Tennessee wins this. It's a straight line shot. They have some crappy games coming up against some of the lower tier teams in that SEC. But this is going to be a slobber knocker. I can't wait to watch this game. We're going to go into the 6 p.m. kickoffs. This one's another Big 12 game. This one's on FS1. It's the number 24th ranked 
Texas Longhorns coming in at 5-3, heading to the number 13th ranked K-State Wildcats. This is going to be a great game. UT comes in ranked 4th in the Big 12. K-State comes in at 2nd. K-State whooped on Oklahoma State last week. Texas is favored, though, in this game by 2.5, and and the over-under is 54.5. I want to see which Longhorn team shows up. Was it the Longhorn team that showed up against Alabama? Or was it the Longhorn team that played against Tech? Was it a team that lost a tough game to Oklahoma State? Which one shows up in Manhattan? And then can Kansas State keep up this momentum with, you know, Adrian Martinez possibly not playing again? Can this offense keep rolling, keep playing great defense? This Texas team is starting to play better. But like I said, I want to see which Texas team plays. This could be a really, really interesting game in the Big 12. If you're a fan, pay attention. We're going to go to the SEC Conference. This one's on ESPN. This is another 6 p.m. Central Standard Time kickoff. If it wasn't for Tennessee, Georgia this game uh, this week, this would be the game of the week. It's the number sixth ranked Alabama Crimson Tide coming in at seven and one, heading to the number tenth ranked LSU Tigers coming in six and two. This is a night game in Death Valley. A one of the hardest places to play. They are two and three respectively in the West Division. They can definitely with the winner of this can definitely put their name, put their hat into the SEC championship talk. Huge game. Bama is favored though by thirteen and a half. They're giving Bama a lot of credit. They did lose to the number one team in the country a few weeks ago. Can LSU really prove that they are worthy of that 10th ranking in the college football playoff? The over-under on this one is 56.5. This one will come on right after, you know, that huge game, Tennessee versus Georgia. So if you want to, you know, slobber knocker SEC matchup day, tune into this one right after that game, 6 p.m. on ESPN. Great game. And uh, the last one I'm going to preview is uh, 6.30. This one's in the ACC. This one comes on NBC. It's the fourth-ranked Clemson Tigers coming in at 8-0, heading to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who come in at 5-3. Clemson is favored in this game by 3.5. They are definitely giving Notre Dame credit for playing at home. Definitely been playing really good football lately the over under on this one though is only 44 they're expecting a very low scoring game Clemson I want to see if they can play true first through fourth quarter football you're ranked top four in the nation if the you know the college football season ended tomorrow they would be in the playoff I don't think they are that good of a team Notre Dame is rolling. They are hot. Clemson's been struggling. This could be a very, very interesting game. But very much expect 
some upsets this weekend. This is November. This is playoff time. This is championship time. One loss could kill your entire season. So pay attention to that game. And that's it for the Week 10 preview. I, I have a whole slate full of games I just gave you. Hope you pay attention. I hope I gave you a little insight. But when I come back, I'm going to give you this Thursday night football you know, review between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans. Stay tuned. I'll break that down for you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. I'm about to break down this Thursday night football game. Philadelphia Eagles coming in riding hot. 7-0. Going to... The Houston Texans coming in at 1-5-1. Before I break that down, I remember not too long ago, I let some of y'all know about the sports equinox. Something that was very rare that happens in sports. You know, all the major sports were playing. College football was playing all on the same day. But this is something that I noticed. I didn't really notice it until it was like the third or fourth quarter. The MLB, Major League Baseball, and NFL, same teams were playing the same night. And as a lot of you know, maybe you're baseball fans, maybe you're not. It's the Philadelphia Phillies versus the Houston Astros in the World Series. So... It's I, 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 that really blew my mind. Like I don't think that's ever happened. I could be wrong, but I know it's very rare. So with that being said, the Super Bowl matchup on Fox in February is gonna be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Houston Texans. Houston Texans, y'all celebrate. Y'all are making it to the Super Bowl. Y'all are going to lose, though, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that's probably not going to happen, but that would be pretty cool. But, you know, anyway, let's get, let's get into this, you know, Thursday night football game. Philadelphia did come in as a 13-and-a-half-point favorite, really disrespecting this Houston Texans team. The over-under was 45-and-a-half. Houston did pull out their new red helmets. It was, this was their battle red game. I always liked that when they did this game. Sometimes they were all red. I really liked that look. This one, it started off really close, really tight. Houston came in ready to fight, man. This game was 14-14 at halftime. Houston really came out and was really ready to show Philadelphia how to play some football. They kept this thing tight. Jalen Hurts was getting sacked left and right. He did fumble in the second. He was just getting pressured left and right. This one ends up, the Eagles do pull it out, though. In the end, 29-17. They moved to 8-0. The 
the Houston Texans. Sorry, they fall to one six and one, but hey, they can win the rest of their games. You know, make a playoff, go to the Super Bowl, like I said. <laughs> but Philadelphia sets up next week, Monday Night Football at home against the Commanders. The Houston Texans have to go to the New York Giants next Sunday, so that could be an interesting game. Hopefully they can reel off that win since they're playing the NFC East. Jalen Hurts, though, not the greatest game. He went 21 for 27, 243 yards. He did did throw for two touchdowns. He didn't throw any interceptions, which is good. He chipped in nine rushes for 23 yards. Devontae Smith, you know, he's, you know, the number two receiver in that offense. Everybody knows it's all about A.J. Brown. He only caught two passes for 22 yards. I would love for him to, Jalen Hurts, to really start using Devontae a lot more. Aforementioned A.J. Brown, he only caught four balls for 59 yards. He did catch a touchdown. But with that being said, Houston has a really good pass defense, but they were giving up rush yards, so I could understand why they didn't throw the ball very well. But getting into that on the Philadelphia side, Kenneth Gainwell, he scored a rushing touchdown. He went four for 22. And then at the end of the half, they could have gone up 17 to 14, but Jake Elliott missed a 54-yard field goal. Right before halftime, could have been a momentum stealer for the Eagles. And then Miles Sanders with Kenneth Gainwell, that one-two punch that they have. Miles Sanders was definitely the leader in that running back committee today. He went 17 rushes for 93 yards. He did have a touchdown. But this was all about Philadelphia's defense. One of the best defenses in all of the NFL. They turn you over. And then Philadelphia's offense does not turn it over. That is recipe to win a lot of games. C.J. Garner-Johnson did get another interception today. But their rush defense is a little suspect in my honest opinion. You You can't throw on them, but you can rush on them. Could be interesting when they face a team like the Dallas Cowboys with that one-two punch with Pollard. And, of course, Ezekiel Elliott, once he once he starts getting healthy again, maybe don't make Dak Prescott throw the ball very much. Could be very, very interesting. I think Houston really showed a, you know, chink in that, you know, Philadelphia Eagles armor. You can rush on them, just can't throw on them. And then Dallas Goddard, you know, he got my player of the game. That tight end, he's a really good tight end. He's really showing that he could be a top 10 tight end in the NFL. He did catch eight passes for 100 yards and a touchdown. He was definitely Jalen Hurts' security blanket tonight, especially because Jalen Hurts was having to scramble, getting sacked all the time. That is, the tight end is definitely a quarterback's best friend because, like Stanford Steve always says, the tight end is always open. And then going back to the Philadelphia defense, James Bradbury get himself an interception just shows how good that secondary is for Philadelphia CJ Gardner Johnson James Bradbury they have a really good one-two punch in that secondary really scary these could be pro bowlers for sure and then on the Houston side 
Davis Mills is doing his job. You know, he's not, I don't see him as being the quarterback of the future for the Houston Texans. They're going to end up probably picking top five like they usually do, but I'm not real sure what their draft pick situation is. I'm not real sure what they got for the whole Deshaun Watson things. I, I was hoping that they send off Cooks at the trade deadline maybe get a third rounder because this team needs so many pieces but a real strength of this Houston Texans team is definitely their defense especially in the back end with Petrie and uh, the guy from LSU can't think of his name right now but uh, sorry you can rag on me for it but great cornerback but Davis Mills hopefully he gets replaced by a really good quarterback maybe cj stroud maybe hendon hooker could be a really interesting pick especially seeing how they need offensive line help they need some uh receiving options for sure and you know they need some defensive line help but this could be a team of the future for sure if they nail the draft i.e the new york jets uh the seattle seahawks all it takes is one good draft and you can go from a you know four or three or four win team to a you know seven eight win team and that's a really good improvement Damian Pierce is definitely the highlight of their offense it's the highlight of their year the guy could possibly win rookie of the year I'm not real sure many other rookies maybe besides Kenneth Walker Brees Hall was possibly in that contention but you know he's out for the rest of the year so he's possibly out Damian Pierce, though, goes 27 for 139. That's what I was saying about Philadelphia's rush defense. If you have a really tough running back that can, you know, go between the tackles, you can beat these Philadelphia Eagles. Name of the day, though, Chris Moore. He ends up catching four for 43 yards and a touchdown. And then uh, Tegan Quitioriano, (laughs) I probably butchered his name. He catches one ball for two yards, but he catches a touchdown. Without Brandon Cooks, uh, O.J. Howard was really, you know, didn't really show up. They were using a wide receiver by committee. Still scoring points, though. I think if you're a Houston Texans fan, definitely have some really good parts, really good pieces going forward. That being said, that's it, baby. Thursday night football is over. Philadelphia wins 29 to 17. Before I bow out, give it back to my boys doing that Sunday night review. I'm glad you paid attention. I'm glad you are downloading it, listening to my sometimes raspy, you know, ugly voice sometimes. But I'm excited that you are listening to this. I want to give y'all some college football love, some college football function. And then break down these Thursday nights and Monday night football games. Thank y'all as always. Shoutouts. Of course, you know, Mike Ritter, Terry Minifield. Thank y'all so much. I'm always promoting y'all. Y'all are always promoting me. Y'all keep doing y'all's thing. I'm going to keep doing mine. Listeners, Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, OnlyFans, whatever y'all are doing. Thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart. I do this for y'all. I don't do this to hear myself talk. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. Shout out to my cousins of always, Seanald and Andy. I'm going to get you on, man. We're going to talk some college football. 
Shout out to Pops. Shout out to any family member. I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. Even even all you funkies, I love y'all too. I am the cousin that you wish you had. And I'm happily that you take me into your your family and let me be a part of your life because I appreciate it and I hope you do too. That being said, hey, see you out, baby. I'll see you when I see you. God bless.